Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the BFG podcast. Today we continue our series of interviews with the Wellington Phoenix women's team. Today on today's show is Mickey Robinson. Good <laughs> <laughs> guys. Thanks for having me on. Welcome to the program. How are we? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So, so like Siege, where yeah. are you? I'm in Wellington. I'm at my home, which just so happens to be right across the road from the facility that we're based at. So it turned out pretty good. <laughs> Did you plan that? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, it just so happened to be that they were building next door. So I, as soon as I found out that was where we were going to be based, I was like, sweet, just a short walk across the road. <laughs> so you live right across the road from the swimming pool, from the gym, from all the training fields. I mean, oh, it sounds like heaven. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> it just it, it cuts out all the travel time, you know. Um, so it's just, it's, if the weather stays fine, I can just shoot across the road um, and, yeah, makes it easy. So have you, have you ever have you been late to practice yet? No, I'm sure you've heard about the fines. You, no. <laughs> oh, you haven't. Oh, no. You if if you're late to training, you're fine. So I haven't yet been fined, and so I, I shouldn't be. I've got no excuse. <laughs> How much are you fined? Ah, uh, I they're all different. I don't. I, that might be maybe a dollar. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't plan on being late have to come like you would be fined a lot of money right if you were late to practice but maybe someone coming from afar maybe not so much yeah yeah, yeah. well I think the worst fines if you comment on the weather so <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah cool. can't mention the wind can't mention welly on a good day <laughs> oh yeah Ben. It breaks my heart too, coming from California to to have so much rain. But um, yeah, I get it. You know, it's uh, if if you keep talking about it, it just spirals into like a not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, because I'm willing to. Yeah, I, I grew up here, and that's a big fan too. You know, as soon as it's welly on a good day, that's the first thing we say. <laughs> <laughs> the, the yeah, the others are already sick of it. Yeah. So it's quite, it got added to the finalists. Blake, why don't you ask um, some of your questions right now? Yeah, well, for starters, I don't live far from you. I live close to the facility too, but not as close as you. <laughs> uh, so at least we can belt that to the beautiful day where we're filming today. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so someone asked me to ask you. So you do a a job and as well as playing football so how does that impact your preparation and your uh and all that stuff that goes into playing because you know it's a different preparation to some of the other players i would imagine yeah absolutely i think it's a bit different now um that i'm in the professional contract but leading up to the you know signing with the phoenix and being part of the academy i was having to juggle full-time work and and the training schedule that we had which was challenging um but now that i'm you know signed professionally um football's taking you know the priority um so 
dropping my hours at work and just yeah cutting to part-time um, was a no-brainer um, so yeah I've got a really flexible job I work for the Ministry of Education and they're really supportive they always have been of my football and I've been in the team for about four years now um, so I think just having that trust within the team um, at work as soon as the conversation about football came up of course they supported me to to go and play um, so it is different I'm you know I'm working at home um, which makes it easy so I'm not having to commute from town to get to training it's just a walk across the road um, so that makes it easier to manage um, and yeah just being able to get my work done within the hours um, and the flexible hours that I'm, uh, I'm given to do um, makes it also easier but yeah I think as soon as you feel you know that the balance isn't right taking a step back and just yeah re-evaluating and um, making sure that football is that main focus recovery um, so that on game day and at training I can put everything into that um and I, I could, this is gonna sound awkward I'm gonna have to hand over some like sure you mentioned because I've forgotten I've had a mind blank it's so fun we always have brain farts from here that's why there's three of us when one of us has a brain fart there's two other to kind of like go oh let's jump in so you mentioned that you were with the phoenix for four years what what did that look like um so that was with the academy um so after i moved back from auckland i was part of ffdp the ferns future development spot in auckland um, but wellington's home for me um, so i wanted to come back home um, but there wasn't quite a you know a training facility or um, even an environment that i could be part of down here that was similar to ffdp um, we i'd heard about the wellington phoenix you know i i knew of paul temple um, so for me, I just wanted to start that conversation. Um, so I reached out to Paul um, and yeah, got the ball rolling with that. And it just so happened that part of their planning for the future um, and the development of the women's game was to start a, a women's academy. Um, and so it kind of just all fell into place. He let me train with the boys initially. Um, so that was kind of the first few years. Um, Anna Green joined me. Um, she, was, she had done her ACL. Um, so it was kind of rehabbing back in uh, and starting to progress and, and get back into football. Um, so she joined me and, yeah, over the years, you know, more and more female players started to come. And I think the word spread. Um, and now they're in a good place. You know, they've got a women's team. They've got Katie Barrett, who's looking after that girl's space, along with Paul Temple. Um, and, yeah, it's looking bright for the future. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here and I because I know this annoys Denise, but I'm gonna ask it. Like when you're playing against the boys, you know, we've had a few of the girls that have come through, you know, like Kate and Mackenzie and so on, who've said, you know, they they had to match up. You know, they were lining up against the boys, and then you know, the 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 mixed women's team last week and had a free match against the boys. What's different and what does that bring out in you as a footballer? Yeah, good question. Um it's definitely different. I think you've got, well, firstly, the pace, the pace of the game, um, the ball speed, the pace of the players, and then also the strength of the players, not to mention their size. I mean, it's 
it's got every component um, that's just a little bit, I think, yeah, it's it's just a, it's just different than the women's game, um, but it, it challenges you in all those areas. So I think um, that's that's actually what helped me develop a lot of weaknesses and areas in my game that I wanted to develop um, because I was challenged in every training. You know, I I had that that size difference, the physicality, um, but also just the speed at which you have to make decisions. Um, yeah. It, and in the, in the preseason games, I don't know if you've seen them, but, you know, we, we matched them and we, we haven't lost a preseason game. We had two draws, two yeah. draws and a win. Yeah. We won our last game. So, you know, the girls are up there and we're giving the boys, you know, a good run for their money. <laughs> That's what we want to see. We want to, you know, if we can go out this weekend, put on a good show, you know, preferences the W, but if even coming a draw against Melbourne would be nice. But as supporters, we're so amped to see the team because there's been so, there's a different philosophy, there's a different approach. We've got some new players in there, such as yourself. Um, you know, and one of the really cool things that happened is when you signed on, it's like everybody in Wellington who knows football went ballistic, and they're like, "Oh my God, Maggie's in the team! Maggie's in the team!" And we're all like, "This is so cool to see." Yeah, I really wasn't expecting that response, but it was so humbling. Um, yeah, it was amazing. And I think that's a cool feeling is knowing that we've got all of Wellington behind us, you know. And finally at home, you know, this is what we've all been waiting for. For me, that's interesting that you don't expect that response because your stats are just astonished, astonishing from the league where you were before. Over. You might have like, seen them more than I have. <laughs> you know, I don't, maybe you don't even realize, but it's something ridiculous, like, and I may be a bit off, but 304 goals and 315 games or something. Mm. So, yeah, that, that was for Wellington United, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, so, when I looked at those stats and saw some of your footage, I was like, how is this girl still in New Zealand? How has she not been picked up in Europe? Because for someone in your position to um, produce that amount of goals and that amount of, you know, good play, you should be in, uh, and we'll get into it a bit later, but you, you should be back in Europe right now. We are so lucky to have you on our team. That is oh, ridiculous. Thank you. thank you. That's really kind. I have a question. What does it feel like to like score goals? Like what goes through your process? I know every goal is different, mm. but then every goal is kind of, you know, there must be similarities. Like how do you approach like being a striker and scoring goals? Like what, yeah. what thing? I think, I think this is what I love about football is it just takes me to almost like a different state of mind. And it's almost like it just takes over. Um, possibly the adrenaline that just runs through me but it's, it's almost like a mindless thing you know like yeah just the ball at my feet and yeah your your body you just instinctively know what to do I mean it, don't get me wrong it doesn't always end up in the back of the net it's part of the game um, but the feeling of scoring goals is just you know it's next to none. So yeah like last year when um, who was it that scored Alyssa 
you know, when, when she scored our first goal and there was a photo of her and she's like, oh, oh my God. Was like, Almost surprised. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Where were you when that happened? Were you watching? Did you, I did watching, you Yeah, I think I was at my, um, at Gishay's house, um, my old Wellington United coach. So, yeah, I, I was there watching, um, but, yeah, was obviously wasn't with the team, but I'm happy to be here now. Yeah. So were you thinking, like, when, when you're sitting there, you're watching the first season, you're like, what, you know, were you, what was going through your mind? Are you thinking, I should be on that team? Um, I could be on that team? What I mean, what was happening for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew I could be on the team. I... Um, don't want that to come across the wrong way. I was part of conversations early on, um, and I think it was my decision to not be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was at peace with that. Don't get me wrong, watching the games and, mm-hmm. and seeing the girls out there, there was part of me that was like, oh, yeah, I wish I was out there. I wish I was playing. Um, but I knew it wasn't the right time for me. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of things came into play. It was a big year the year before, um, mm-hmm. and I was happy to be, resting um I think rest is also really important um yeah so I I had made that decision but yeah it was also hard watching part of me was like wow did I make the right decision but yeah I think I did so now like we'll say not this week but in a week or two you get you will be coach Nat I hope you're watching this Mickey will be out on the field and you'll be lining up with Paige with Betsy with Alyssa and Ava. I mean, we have got such a dynamic attack with you in that mix this year. It's so exciting. to. It's just going to be amazing to watch. It is exciting. Um, and I think the cool thing is for me is it doesn't feel like a new team. You know, like New, Ze- new Zealand is small. I mean, in football, you're either playing with these players at some point in time or you're playing against them. So I think to be in the team, and it not feel like a completely new team. You know, they're all familiar faces. It's almost like just getting out on the field and playing footy with friends. Um, and it's got that, you know, fun culture. Um, and we're already clicking really well as a group. Hey, Jonathan, can I steal your question that he always opens with? But I, I think it's a good one and worth asking everyone. How would you describe yourself as a, a player or an athlete in, in three words? Ooh, fast. Spicy. Um, oh, what's another word? Get tripped up on the I third think, one. I think annoying. I think annoying. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think if I was playing against myself, I'd be like, man, she's annoying. <laughs> I just get out of my way, you know? <laughs> So what does annoying look like? Like what would what would what would, if you were playing against you? What would be annoying you? I think just not being able to escape. Um, you know, just being in your face, and yeah, always reminding the opponent that I'm right there. You know, even if even if I'm five steps away, I'll be there in a flash. <laughs> do you ever trash talk? Do to you? <laughs> Dude, does anyone on the Phoenix trash talk or is it just annoying your presence? Ah, oh, nah. I mean, there's banter, don't get me wrong. It's, um, yeah, but <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. It's a friendly environment. 
maybe maybe there's something uh, maybe it's something Chico will bring in from Australia because you know our Kiwi girls are so lovely. You know, like Lily's just amazingly lovely. And so, but then we've got Brie and Chico. It's like maybe they'll bring some of that. <laughs> maybe maybe the direct. You know, um, yeah, blunt. Say it how it is. <laughs> it could it could start to seep in. But you know, you are known for your positivity. You know, how does it help the game? How does it help the team? I think mindset's everything. Um, you need to be confident in yourself, you know. Um, and I think even just, you know, being able to um, encourage other players. We talked a lot about, you know, we've done a bit of sports psychology in different teams and we talk about the, the red mind and the green mind. And it's how, how can we keep players in the green mind so that when we take the field, we're all able to get the best out of each other. We're a team and I think that's part of the, being in a team is you want everyone on the field to play well it's not individual although you want to play well yourself um it's how can we collectively work together to win the game i think that was kind of the secret sauce of last year i mean they were honestly they were losing a lot but yet you still felt this kind of like we're still going to run through brick walls for our coaches we're still going to like try really hard we're still going to improve every match and uh, I think that's, you know, something that the public really responded to. Mm. I'm glad and, you're a part of it now. Yeah. And I think even this year, you know, that's something that we're still re really conscious of. And we want to be the team that no one wants to play against. Um, that's mm. what we talk about, you know, um, bringing everything to the field. We know that not all results are going to go our way, but we're certainly there to play um, and, and to try and win games. Okay, so we touchy subject, but we have to go there. So last year, we had a really short team. And if, when there was a corner or a set piece, everyone was in the box to defend it. And so this year, I noticed yesterday that, and I was talking to Zoe's dad, and like Zoe has rocketed up, and she's like, you know, touching on six foot now. So I'm just wondering, and this is a cheeky question, <laughs> I'm thinking, would you be like playing striker role? There'd be like, if we go with that overloading the box again, you would be positioned further up the field, waiting for the ball to come out. Is that fair, or am I just being rude? I I actually don't know, but you you know what? It's it's never been my strength. Um, although I you know I can jump somewhat. Um, yeah, I'm usually pushed outside the box. Um, so right. I'm not sure what Coach Nat has planned for these set pieces, but we'll Ooh. see. Set <laughs> pieces are so important in women's football. Um, yeah. Hey, can I ask you, since we're talking about, you know, who are your role models around women's football? Yeah. Um, I think my family, um, you know, I'm. my family have been my biggest support or always. I mean, they've always been consistent, um, but also just, friends in football, the people that understand what it's like and how challenging it is, um, the sacrifices that are involved. Um, yeah, I'd say friends and family um, have been my biggest role model. And by the looks of it, you've got a lot of friends in Wellington. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. lucky. I think I'm very lucky, you know. I've done the whole having to move cities um, and I understand the challenges and the difficulties there being pulled out of, um, yeah, I guess your environment and, and where your support system is. 
Um, so I think I, I, yeah, I feel very fortunate and lucky that I've got my family and my friends around. Um, I'm sure that a lot of families will be traveling down and I hope they are um, to come and, and watch and be there on, on game days. Do you have any international players that you like to look up to? Yep. Um, Love Chance. She's, um, yeah, she's a huge role model for me. Rhea Percival. Um, in fact, everyone in the Ferns, you know, um, every tour that I've been part of, they've really taken me under their wing and made me feel welcome. Um, and, yeah, I think at that level you see, like, what it takes um, and even their mindsets and their game prep, and it's just it's a totally different level. And it's inspiring. So the $64 million question, what does what does Mickey need to do to get back on Yitka's radar to get back to that firm's? Yeah, that is a great question. <laughs> um, look, I'm just focused on the season ahead. I think, um, you know, every player's got goals. I certainly have mine, but I think, Firstly, I'm focused on each game, each training. Um, and, yeah, I think football, all those other things will take care of itself if I'm performing out on the field, which that's my my main focus. Well, we can have three cheerleaders right here, and we just personally will cheer for you <laughs> every game, especially if we see Yitka in the stands, we'll just kind of go over. And say, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you see that? Yeah, yeah you're looking. You need to talk to her. We go. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Hopefully she'll be be on before the end of the year so we can put a good word in for you. Yes. So so you went overseas at a really young age. So what was that like? I believe you went to the Netherlands, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I did. I was very lucky. Um, Wellington United supported me um, to get over to Pexwala in the Netherlands. I went over with Jamie Lee at the time. I think I I must have been about 18. Um, and yeah, it was an awesome experience to be part of the team. We were there for about, I think I was there for maybe five weeks before I got called into the under 20 qualifiers in Tonga. Um, and yeah, it was a really good taster to what environments are like like that offer. Um, the facilities, um, the training intensity. Um, yeah, it was a real eye-opener for me and such an awesome experience to be part of. Uh, this is one of our outstanding questions, so good segue. So you talk about the facilities in Europe. A lot of people have said that the current facilities that you live next door to are some of the probably might be end up some of the best in the world, better than uh, men's and women's Premier League, better than some of the other A League sides. So, would you agree with that? Would you agree that it's one of the best in the world right now? Yeah, look, I, I don't have many to compare it to that I've actually stepped foot in, but when I think about what more you would want in a facility, I couldn't think of anything. Um, It has it all. Um, And I think we're all very lucky to have a place to call home like that, Um, with fields in that condition, with the recovery facilities, with the gym, um, even the indoor turf, the sauna, the the ice baths. It really is 
everything that you need. Um, and yeah, we're very lucky. I would say it, it would outclass a lot that are around. Because it's really interesting because, um, you know, we've talked to some of the girls that have been able to go over to the States and, um, you know, they've said that, you know, it's better than a lot of the ones there. So that's pretty high praise for a little town in Wellington, New Zealand. So. It's awesome, eh? Yeah, yeah. Blake's all about Team Upper Hut. Oh, yeah? Did you grow up here, Blake? I'm still there. I'm, I'm, I'm not too far from you, actually. Yeah? I, I, well, I'll, I'll tell you off the year, but, uh, but um, yeah. Doesn't want stalkers. Not too far. Fair enough. You might have fans at your door. Not too far from you. So, um, so Mickey, last week Bree mentioned that she's a gym rat. Like, what, where, what's your go-to at the facility? What, what area are you like? Oh, that's my favorite bit. Yeah, gym. It's got to be. You know that that is a bit of my happy place. Um, and I think because I, I mean, you've already mentioned it. My size. I'm not the tallest player, so strength is something that's been a huge focus on for me over the years. Um, and yeah, it, it helps me just keep my own when I'm out on the field. And I think knowing that I've put in the work in the gym and I am strong and I am able to compete against players much bigger than me, I think that's where the mindset and the confidence in my own ability comes in. So it's, yeah, it's more of a, you could say a tick box, but if, if you if you know that you're ticking those boxes, um, it just provides a whole lot more confidence. So what do you do when a defender comes like over your shoulder? And they do this to everyone and then it's never get called. They go over your shoulder and they just kind of grab you and stuff like that. Like, what, what sort of parts of your body do you use to like get away from that stuff? Oh, I am not sure. I try to get a tactical foul out of it, obviously. <laughs> I mean, if it's washing me, there's not a lot I can do. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. It does happen from time to time, you know. But I just, yeah, I, I think, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't, um, yeah, I mean, not yeah. what I can do. <laughs> so how about we start slipping into some of your fun questions, Denise? I have one serious question. And my, so my serious question that I, oh, I try and ask, I forgot the last two times, but it's really important. To me, diversity in football is like a subject I, I, I want to ask everyone because um, in New Zealand, you know, it's it's important that we include populations from up and down the country. You know, how do how how do we get more more people involved that might not, you know, um, kind of be hip to the sport right now? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I think the more we can even publicize it, the more that we can, you know, even people like us in these positions that we can go and um go into schools and encourage players um even just giving people a football to kick around like the more that we can just go and be from like present and familiar faces um and talk about the sport and encourage those to just get involved i think even not not just in football but in women's sport in general we need more players and i think a lot of um potential is out there 
Um, and, you know, we got to tap into that. And I think it starts young, you know, it starts in school when you're learning what you're good at. People want to do things that they're good at. Um, so if they're given the opportunity to um, trial and test their ability and, um, yeah, I encourage to do it when they're young. I think that's what encourages them as they get older to join teams, even if they're social. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think it's a lot of work to still do in that space. Yeah. Cool. All right. Weird, weird ones. Well, this is our weird <laughs> ones. All right. Hold do you on. have, hold on, hold on. So at the time of this recording, you, you talked about uh, getting more people involved. So mm -hmm. you got to go out yesterday with a whole lot of the girls and you got to, um, you know, have a meet and greet with all the fans. So how did that feel having, I presume, a lot of girls and boys come out to see you guys? So that must yeah. have been pretty cool. Yeah, I think still something I've got to get used to. Um, you know, I'm... I just am a player that grew up in Wellington and feel like I'm I'm still one of them, you know. Um, so I think, yeah, a, a lot of people did come along, I think, because of the time of day, a lot of young people were in school. Um, but I think just having the opportunity to meet with those that are excited and, and can share in that excitement and that feeling that we're all feeling um, and to know that they're behind us is really cool. And I think we want to meet players like that. We want to meet people um, that are interested and we are just human. We're, you know, we're all just there to play the game and enjoy it and um, yeah, meet whoever is, is out there and interested. Sorry, away you go, Denise. I just wanted to put that in. Sorry, if, if, we, if we were getting any more excited, because we, you know, we've been building up to the season as much as the players, I think we're going to pop. Like, if, if we don't get along there on Sunday, we're going to pop. Be like, ah. So we're, we're excited for you and for the team. So just throwing that out there. Awesome. <laughs> that was cute, Jonathan. Um, so I, have, I have a bunch of lighthearted ones, but I want to end with a, a serious, cool one. Um, so what's your game day routine? Anything weird? Anything you know, weird? Like uh, Kate Taylor brushes her teeth a lot, apparently. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> it's so good. No, you know, I don't have a, a specific game day routine. I think some players, every, in fact, every player has something different that makes them feel ready. Um, and that comes out in the change room. You know, some players need to hype up listen to music that are going to pump them up. Other players need to be focused. Um, for me, I need to make sure that I've had a good good sleep the night before. I'm well hydrated. I've had a good meal. Um, and I think I am one of those players that need to feel focused. So I'm probably more in here, um, you know, starting to visualize the game um, and just, yeah, I guess, yeah, prep my mind um, for getting out onto the field. But I don't think I have any weird, <laughs> weird thing that I do, but maybe I do, and I haven't. I'm not aware of it. <laughs> maybe you'll figure that out from another player. <laughs> yeah, we we have our our ways. Um, so when you're sitting there getting focused, who is the crazy dancer on the team? I don't know. I'm part of a game day with the oh, team. That's right. Yeah. Um, who would I think? Hmm. I'm sure Brie will get out some dance moves. Or Georgia Candy. She's a vibe. 
the goalies. The goalies are the weird ones. That's unusual. Yeah, they're they got some funk to them. Because someone else said Lily. I was like, Lily. Oh, hmm. oh Lily. Yeah. Maybe. So, I don't know. so if you were, this is just the classic, if you were on a desert island and you had to get off of it, assuming you wanted to get off of it, you know, who on the team would you grab? Might be or, or maybe not get off. I, Becky Sauerbrunn once said Alex Morgan, because everyone would be searching for her and she could just hang out. <laughs> so whatever like way you want to interpret that question, assuming you wanted to get off the, and we, we could say you had a flat on the desert road, you know, and you needed to get off the desert road instead of the desert island. Sorry, what was the- um, who, who would you want as your partner to, to get out of a really bad situation Ooh. with? Who would I want? On the team, probably Roller. <laughs> I think she'll be good fun. It would feel like, even if we had a flat on the desert road, it'd still feel like a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, what's your favorite snack? Ooh. We heard Bree just eats all the time, so now we're obsessed <laughs> with snacks. Um, My favorite snack at the moment is yogurt with bananas and strawberries, because they're in season now. Lovely. And uh, who do you go to when things fall apart? For sure, my mom. Mm. Oh, it's mom. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then one crazy question. And I, I wanted to ask it in the last session, but I didn't. What, how do I say this? Um, how are you unique from any other striker in New Zealand? Because I, su I suspect you are. Unique in my, my size. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually think I'm the smallest player in the league. Yeah. Maybe I'll come and get someone who's smaller. Never know. But I would say that my size makes me unique. Yeah. And how does that make you better? Um, probably underestimate my ability or my speed. Um, you know, I look younger than I am. So I think... Yeah, you could take one look at me and think that you're going to pummel me or squish me on the field. But, um, yeah, hopefully can shock people a little bit. Cool. Just no, pre no pressure, no pressure at all. But I've got I've got a I've just got a sneaking suspicion that I think you could be up there with the top goal scorers in our team. That's my hope and desire for you this year. Thank you so much. I hope the same that. Yeah, that would be amazing. Anything else before we wrap this? I mean, we could talk for hours, but. <laughs> yeah, guys, this has been fun. Anything else? No, I mean, this has been a fantastic chat. You've been wonderful, Mickey. Thank you so much for giving your time. Awesome. And Thanks so much, guys. It's been that, nice to meet you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on game days. That will Look be, for us. We'll be so. flight of the Knicks, and we'll have a banner, and there'll be some, like, crazy people behind the banner. Awesome. I'll come over and chat. Let me do my rap first and then we can go. So like and subscribe this video and make sure you uh, turn on that notification bell as well and we'll see you on the next one.